Hi friends, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast on Women of Worth. My name is Annie and today we'll be looking at the topic, Living in Eden. What it's, what it's like for the woman of worth to live in God's garden. What it's like for her to dwell in God's garden all the days of her life. I trust that from today's podcast, the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened as to that which God has called you to be in His garden. Okay, so a quick one. Last week, we considered the topic, what makes a woman of worth unique? What differentiates her from every other woman out there in the world even though we said every woman is like into a beautiful tree we said the woman of worth is so much more and why is this so we looked at the scripture um, psalms chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 where it says um, you are like a tree replanted in eden bearing fresh fruit at just the right time never dropping a leaf always in blossom and whose leaves do not fade the woman of worth is a woman of great worth of great worth living in god's presence she's a woman that is that is so uniquely different so uniquely different and she's a woman who is of great worth before god's sight and not just before god's sight um, she's also of great worth before before men, before 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 the entire human race. This is a woman that that is special, right from her innermost being, not just things that are on the out outward parts of her. And like I said today, I'll be sharing with us on what it's like. For such a woman as the woman of worth to live in God's garden. Now, if I were to ask, um, what, what, if you've ever been to a garden before, what was your experience like? What was it like? Were you, were you in a hurry to run to leave the garden, or you simply just wanted to enjoy the peaceful atmosphere? I remember the times where I was privileged to spend quiet moments in the garden and I, you know, I just relax and enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy the calm assurance of being alone with God. I'm someone who loves to carry the consciousness that God is always with me. Whether I'm in a bus, whether I'm in a public or a crowded place, even if when I'm when I'm having when you know even even when I have to, to to go to the restroom, I'm so conscious that I carry God's presence with me all the time. So the times I was privileged to be in a garden just by myself with God were times that I truly enjoyed and I still cherish the memories because you know it's 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 a time where I could reflect on my life 
considering how how I've come to to grow in my walk with God. You know, it's times where I'm able to do to keep checks on myself and know, okay, these are the areas I need to improve. And God's word is has been so so helpful in times like this. So, you know, these are times where I practically felt so close to God and I would definitely love to have such moments again. In fact, I would love to create such moments for myself. If it's possible for me to even have a garden, you know, to plant a garden and just have one where I could just always go to and just have this time to myself. And I also would want to ask if you were to plant a garden what are some of the things that you that you think you should prioritize what are the things you believe you should take into consideration considering if at all you've spent time times in in a garden before or you envision yourself spending time in a garden whether planted by someone else or yourself what are some of the things that you you believe you should take into consideration personally i would consider the colors i have to be careful about the colors i choose now i'm not talking about you know it's it's going to be a natural setting that you have your trees you have your plants your flowers you need to make it such that they all blend together such that you know even when you want to paint your house or imagine uh, you have you have a, a, a hospital for children and the the way they make their rooms or their words so colorful is because they have considered that this place is to serve this purpose is for children and children love when things are so colorful you know so also when you're to plant if i were to plant a garden i would definitely not take light the 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 colors that i choose i have to choose the right colors also the place where the garden is situated the garden has to be situated in a in a quiet environment i do not believe it's it's realistic to have a garden and it's in a noisy environment <laughs> you, you you go there first because you need some peace and quiet so one of the things that need to be taken into consideration is where you plant your garden or where where your garden is located and also the simplicity of the design you do not really need to have I, I believe I do not really need to have complex things okay for instance you go to a garden you have a fountain I may not necessarily have to, to build a fountain well I could but it could just be something simple I personally I believe the flowers and themselves the trees are enough and of course, a place where I could sit or lie down or even have a picnic if I were to invite some of my friends just for us to, to interact together and and share, share, share this 
peaceful time together. But then I just need those those things, the flowers, <laughs> you know, and the sun is gonna be shining. So just simple, just a simple design. And inclusion of water. Now the water is important because the 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 the, the flowers have to stay fresh, you know, just like we said. A woman of worth is someone who is always fresh. Her leaves never never fade. She's always evergreen, you know, always in bloom. So there has to be water. Water is alive, we're told. Even um, in Genesis, Genesis chapter 2, we're told that in the Garden of Eden, which God planted, there were four rivers four rivers four rivers flowed within the garden of eden isn't that amazing it's it truly is amazing you know and that tells us how important it is for water to be in the garden and a waft of fragrance you know this just comes as a blessing that the plants the plants um, emit plants are known there are some particular plants that definitely give out wonderful fragrances you know and it's just just amazing when you're when you're in the midst of this wonderful wonderful plants that give out wonderful fragrances I remember um, when I was young, much younger, uh, my mom had a friend who, who, who in their house, they planted the queen of the night. It was a wonderful flower that gives out great fragrance. And sometimes I just pluck it and put it in my room. And it's just great to be in a place that smells nicely. So... Basically, if I were to plant a garden, I would want to create the space that is filled with what gives me peace and serenity. Um, Dorothy Frances Gunny wrote a poem titled God's Garden. And in that poem, there's one, there's a statement she made that really stood out for me, which is, one is nearer God's heart in the garden than anywhere else on earth. One is nearer God's heart in the garden than anywhere else on earth. So you can imagine if you really were to plant a garden, how much it's, I believe it's not something you just take lightly. This is where you believe you're going to spend quality time with God. So you should really take time to think about how you want it to be it just has to be well do i say perfect <laughs> but it definitely has to be something that fulfills the purpose why you're having it in the first place so i couldn't agree more with dorothy francis poem and that statement that we are closer we are nearer god's heart in the garden anywhere else because well like I said I've shared my experience 
it was it's it's absolutely true and in the last podcast i shared how god's presence is not only the safest place for us to dwell but it is also the only place where we can become all god has predestined for us to be in our lifetime and it's in god's garden that we have god's presence god has practically taken us out from wherever we were and has replanted us in his garden he has put us there so that he can watch us grow he has put us in an environment where we have all that we need to sustain our lives so it's in god's garden that we can become all that god has predestined for us to be this is possible because we are so close to god's heart we are where god is that it's possible for us to hear the melodious beats of his heart and dance to the tune of the beats that we hear you know <laughs> it's 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 just amazing when you can be so close to god to know what is in his heart to know his will and do exactly as he wants us to do it's always my prayer god help me help me understand you help me know your will you know the bible talks of david as a man after god's heart a man after god's heart god has his heart and the closer we are to god being in his presence determines how we hear the matters that are on his heart the things that are of great importance to god and what are the things that are of great importance to god it's god's will even jesus christ prayed in the lord's prayer he said your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so it's in god's presence it's in god's garden that we are able to lose sight of all distractions and stay focused on what truly matters and what truly matters my friends is god and his will so i want us to picture this there's a beautiful garden and in that beautiful garden there's a beautiful tree that is surrounded by all the wonderful elements needed for it to thrive where it has been planted what are some of these elements they include the glory of the sun the nourishment of the soil the reviving rivers of living water the cool gentle breeze of the wind just imagine if you could hear this plant or this tree that is surrounded by this many by this wonderful wonderful blessings given to it by nature given to it by god wouldn't you can't you just picture it shouting hallelujah i'm blessed <laughs> so you know such a tree would never have to worry about how this how to provide these things for itself because these things are practically where it's located and it has 
it has the means of getting to those blessings it doesn't strive it has those blessings right where it is how is this so so because right where god has stationed this tree it's surrounded by this element it enjoys the blessings that they bring but it cannot just simply enjoy it it has its responsibility the tree is taxed with the duty of maximizing the blessings to grow into the fullness of what it is meant to be the tree must sprout and rise towards the sun it cannot stay buried under the ground forever as the sun shines it reaches out it germinates in the soil the leaves the shoots out and the leaves keep pointing towards the direction of the sun the tree must penetrate its roots and draw nourishment from the soil as it goes up it goes down also it has to sink right into the into the soil it has to penetrate deeper and deeper so that it gets the needful nourishment to sustain it the tree must open up its roots and saturate itself with water enough to sustain its life and other organisms around it the sun is a blessing right yes but at the same time the leaves depend on the roots to give it to revive it because it gives up water it gives up water and it needs water to keep you know it's like the passage where Christ said rivers of living water shall flow from their innermost being right so the leaf just keep needs to keep drawing water you understand it goes from the roots of the stem to the leaf it goes on continually like that and it has to keep going that way else the leaves begin to wither and the tree must stand its ground regardless of the motions caused by the wind it must stand its ground thanks to the roots right they've sunk deep into the soil but at the same time it has to the trunk of a tree has to be rigid it has to be firm you understand even though the leaves oh yeah and they're singing hallelujah right but the tree must not be uprooted it has to stand so even as it enjoys the blessings that surround it it has its responsibility it has its it has a, the tree has a responsibility to keep standing to keep drawing new nourishment from the soil to keep 
displaying itself before the glory of the sun. I wrap up things on this note. But before I do, I must say that I want us to take the rest of the days until the next podcast to think of the implications of this aforementioned element to our lives. Because we are like beautiful trees, right? We are like the trees that have, more specifically, we are like the trees that have been replanted in Eden. So that's a lot to think of. I want us to think of how we, like the tree I just described, are replanted in God's garden. And we have this elements, this blessings all around us to sustain us right where God has planted us, which is in his presence, which is in his garden. So let's take the time to think about that i'll be sharing more on that in the next podcast so i'll wrap up things on this note we must always remember that we matter to god why else would he have called us to be replanted in eden and he didn't just call us he actually replanted us we have been replanted i keep emphasizing because it has to to stick to our minds. It has to be impressed and engraved upon our hearts that we have been replanted in Eden, in God's garden, in God's presence. His presence surrounds us. It's my heartfelt prayer that we would forever remain in God's garden and continually hear and dance to the beats of His heart. Oh, I pray we do. And I trust that God has heard and has answered our prayer. I also ask in Jesus' name that we would fully maximize the blessings God has given to us in the garden of his presence. Such that at all times, He will, his will shall be done in our lives and in the earth. In Jesus' name, I've prayed. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Like I said earlier, it's really amazing to have you listen to my podcast because it's God's desire for us to live the life He has called us to live. It's God's desire for us to be who He has called us to be. So join me again next week as I enlighten us more on what our experience is to be like in God's garden. God bless you.